Welcome to the Joey Miller Podcast. I'm Pastor Joey Miller from Champion Christian Center, and I am so happy that you tuned in with us today. We have so much to talk about out of God's Word, and you are going to be blessed. But let me just remind you, before we jump in, don't forget to check out joeymiller.co for all sorts of resources, from merch to Bible studies to podcast notes to blogs. You will be blessed, so check it out today. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. If you're enjoying it and you want to share it with a friend, a great way to let us know is to like it, to share it, and to subscribe. So make sure you do that as well. Well, let's get into the Word together. We're going to be talking about expectation, and I don't know about you, but my mail days have just been so wonderful lately. Uh, we haven't been really able to get out and about much uh, as society. So uh, I don't know if you're the same, but Amazon Prime has kind of become my new BFF. So uh, learning to, to prime all things. And if you can't prime it, then is it really even necessary? I don't know. So we've been expecting lots of packages at our house. We'll follow that thing. Uh, We'll look at the tracking number and it's kind of like a game that we play. When is it going to come? Why is it delayed? And we're expecting it to arrive. You know, if I wasn't expecting it and, and that package didn't come for weeks or even months, I wouldn't notice it because I didn't know something was supposed to be delivered to me. In fact, I had someone send me something uh, for my birthday or anniversary. I can't remember what occasion it was, but they had sent it in the mail and they thought it's strange that I hadn't thanked them for it because they were excited for me to get it. And they thought, you know, I, I would really be blessed by it. And they said, did you get it in the mail? And I said, no, I, I didn't receive it. And, you know, I, I didn't realize that I was supposed to get something. So I wasn't expecting it. Therefore, I didn't miss it. Therefore, I wasn't calling the post office saying, where is my package that I paid for that was signed, sealed and delivered? It's mine. Where is it? Because I, I didn't know it was supposed to be mine. And so, you know, if you think of expectation in that way, you can really transfer it to your life of faith, to your life of faith. So I want to talk to you for a couple minutes today about the role of expectation and how vital it is to obtaining things in faith, to accomplishing goals, to seeing God uh, do mighty things in your life. You know, goals are just that. They're just uh, they're just acts of faith that we're declaring out loud, that we're writing them down, that we're, we're getting specific with, that we're saying, God, you know, this is this is what I'm believing you for this year. These are my goals. And, and you know, the world looks at goals as, leadership based or maybe self-help based but really uh, I've said this before and I'll say it again goals are a very spiritual thing it's targeting your faith in specific ways it's it's you taking time not to just say oh God bless my year bless my life Uh, I, I you know God it would be really nice if these things happened in the next five years no you're saying God you're taking time to say what is the desire that you've put in my heart you're taking time to develop your spirit to see what what God has in store for you. You're taking time to dream with God and really spend those moments in his presence and listening clearly to him as he drops things in your spirit. You know, Psalm 37, 4 says this, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. In that scripture, the word desire actually means from the father. So when you're delighting yourself in the Lord, when you're serving him, when you're spending time with him, He's going to put certain desires in your heart. And those desires are there for a reason. Those desires are there so that you have a a target 
to aim for in the area of faith, that you can actually get specific with what you're believing God for. You know, if you're not specific about it, you're going to be like me with that Amazon package or that gift that came in the mail. You're not going to know what you're missing out on because you weren't expecting it. But when you write down your goals, when you get specific in your faith, you're actually taking something that is seemingly very natural, which is writing out goals, and you're attaching your faith to it. You're wrapping your faith around it. You're attacking that thing with your faith until you see it happen in your life. You better believe that if I have a list of goals, which I do, that I review, I'm taking them to the Lord and I'm I'm daily saying, God, I'm believing you for these things. You know, if, if I didn't have that written down, I, my prayer life would be very, very general. It would be very uh, general in a way that I wouldn't know if I was missing something or not. But when I'm very specific, I know what God is doing. I recognize areas that he's moving in my life. It, it helps to lead and direct my path, just as the Bible says. He'll give you the desires of your heart. And in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, it says he'll actually direct your path. He'll direct the path of the righteous. So I want to go over with you some areas of expectation. You know, Jesus talks about expectation all throughout the Gospels. When Jesus does a miracle, a healing, a lot of times he starts asking them what exactly it is that that this person wants from them. In Matthew 9, 27, We see that Jesus went and he encountered two blind men and they were calling out, Have mercy on us, son of David. When he had gone indoors, the blind men came to him and he asked them, Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes, Lord, they replied. Then he touched their eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you according to their faith there's been different times that jesus would ask you know a a blind person or someone who had a need what they wanted you would think it would be obvious you know if someone came up to me blind and and but but he wants them to target and be specific with what their faith is and and you know so expectation plays a huge role in that it's really targeting your faith on a certain area of your life to see god do the miraculous Proverbs twenty three seventeen. It, it talks about uh, expectation. It says, Do not let your heart envy sinners, but fear the Lord all day long. For surely there is an end, and your expectation will not be cut off. See, expect- expectation defines what you're giving attention to and what you're expecting. You, you put the limits on your expectation. It says, Whatever you're having faith for, is what I'll do in your life. It won't be cut short. Just like we just read in Matthew 9, 27, he said, according to their faith, according to your expectation is what God will do in your life. You know, I think about an expecting mom. I think about uh, the different moms that I know. I know about 10 right now that are, are going to have a baby. And, you know, from the second that mom gets the pregnancy test that says that test is positive, she starts to change things. She starts to take care of herself in a better way. She starts to uh, care about the baby. And, you know, even though there's no outward sign that anything is changing, she's expecting She is expecting there is something inside of her. There is a baby, a seed of life inside of her. And you know, that's how our faith is, that we see it first in the spiritual realm. So when we target and we wrap our expectation around it, it changes us. That we're not just going about business as usual. It changes the way we think. It changes the way we talk. It changes the action steps that we take. And so really, it's really important that you you hone in with the Lord and you say, Lord, what is the desire that you have put in my heart? What are the things that I feel in my spirit that just won't go away? You know, 
Determine what that is. Be specific with God. I remember Kenneth Hagin at the altar. He was tells a story about he asked somebody what they were believing God for. And they said, nothing, nothing in particular, nothing in particular. And he said, then that's what you're going to get. Nothing in particular. Put a target. Be specific about what you're believing God for, about your goal, your dream, the desire he's put into your heart. Number two, list the reasons why it's important to you. Why is it important? What's at stake? Why has God given you that desire? It might be mind-blowing. It might be just something that you would like to have, something that's important to you. Write it down. What's at stake if you don't see it come to pass? What are the scriptures to base it off of? I'm not saying... There's going to be a specific scripture if you if you want exactly, maybe you're believing God for exactly three kids and, and you can't find a scripture. Well, you might not find exactly the scripture, but you're going to get a, a scripture uh, that generalizes what you're believing for. So find a scripture based to stand upon believing God for that thing. Line your, line your expectation up in a way that it has a scripture to back it. Number four is develop new behaviors around it. I'm sorry, I think that's number three. Uh, develop new behaviors around it. Change the desires and, and, and what you give attention to. So, you know, if, if you're believing God for something in particular, you're going to have that on the forefront of your mind. You're going to be reviewing what that desire, what that goal is. You're going to be saying, where's my package? When is it coming? Uh, you're going to start to live differently. You're going to start to work towards that goal. Maybe God's put a desire in you to to write a book. Well, you know what? You're going to say, I need to practice writing every day. You know, you, we need to move from that mindset of if God just wants it to happen, it's going to happen to know God put the desire in my heart. So with that comes a responsibility, uh, a responsibility to take action steps to see it come to pass in my life. So I'm expecting God to come through on his end and I have to do my end and prepare for that thing. So, so it changes what you give attention to. You might have to Get up a little bit earlier. You might have to exercise a little bit more depending on what your goal is, what your expectation, where your faith is. But be be ready to develop new behaviors around that thing. Stay focused. Stay focused on it. You know, don't don't be one who gives up quickly. Don't give up easily. Say, no, you know, God put this desire in my heart for a reason. That means he put it there because he knows it's going to benefit me. He knows it's going to fulfill me. And he knows he's completely graced and gifted me to see it come to pass. So stay focused with it. Uh, read your goals, re- review your reasons, uh, you know, dream with the Lord. Uh, imagine what it's going to look like when you see that thing come to pass. Stay motivated in it. Stay motivated in that thing that God has put uh, in your heart to do, and you'll see it come to pass. And then identify any obstacles that you're going to have. Just be upfront with yourself. Maybe one of your goals is to get more healthy, and you know a real obstacle that you're going to have. Maybe God's, you know, put that put that desire in your heart and you know that maybe junk food is an obstacle well don't buy it just get smart with it outthink the enemy outthink yourself and just be proactive in identifying possible obstacles that you might have you know god god's faithful the bible says that he's not like a man that he should lie if he spoke it he's going to bring it to pass in your life so that should encourage you that when you get that desire from him that he has full intention of seeing it come to pass in your life you know you have to be resolved you can't quit we talked about that you can't give up on it you have to be resolved about it psalm 27 7 says or 23 7 says for as a man thinks in his heart so is he 
you be- you become what you behold. What you think about, you bring about. So if you're always thinking, you know, that, that nothing's ever going to change, if you always think all oh, that desire is just a silly dream, you know, if, if you always think about not being enough, not being able to do it, you're actually working against expectation. You're actually repelling faith. You're actually, uh, you know, moving away from that dream or your desire. But when you're resolved about it, you continue to believe, to press forward, to believe that God's going to do amazing things in your life. So your mind's like a computer. So it, it works to establish whatever you visualize, whatever you see. So if you're if you're dreaming with God, if you're expecting him to do that thing in your life, maybe it's to bring you a spouse. Start to think about what what it will be like, you know, to be married and, and to have a family. Your your mind is like a computer. It's, it's starting to work towards that process. So it's important what you focus on. It's important what you put before your eyes. It's important what you, what you think about. But you can't be double-minded in your thought process. You have to commit yourself and stick to it. James 1 says, But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt, because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea, blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. That person is unstable and stubborn in all they do. Did you hear that? It says that you actually, when you're like that, when you're, when you're, doubting and unbelieving and 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 tossed to and fro about if God's going to do it if you're capable enough if if you're enough uh, when you think like that it says that actually you shouldn't expect to receive anything from the Lord that's pretty strong there it says don't expect don't even expect uh, God to do anything if you're going to act like that but but if you want to be someone who receives from th- someone from the Lord you have to be resolved that person is unstable it says if you're Tossed to and fro, you're unstable in all you do. Think about this. And if an unstable person is trying to walk and, and move forward, it's hard for them. They're, they have to take their time. They're losing ground. They have to sit down. You know, it's hard to make progress when you're unstable. Well, it's like that in the spiritual realm too. You know, if you want to, to see God do things in your life, there has to be a stability about you that you have to be married to that thing. That you have to be, it has to move past the desire into a conviction. Like the Lord's put this in my heart. And if I don't, if I don't, if I don't see it come to pass, I'm actually moving in disobedience here. Be committed to that process. Stop doubting yourself. Stop doubting your abilities. Start doubting your doubts and say, no, I'm going to be single-minded about this. I'm going to be stubborn. Come on, ladies. I know a lot of you can be stubborn. Be stubborn about that which you're expecting God for. And you'll see it come to pass. Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. Take that thing. Take that desire. Wrap it in expectation. Believe God for it until it comes to pass and you will see it and it will be good. So get ready for this new season that God is bringing you into. He has good things ahead of you and I love you so much. I'm cheering you on. I'm praying for you and I'll talk to you next time on the Joey Miller Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Joey Miller Podcast today. I pray you were blessed by God's Word. I pray that the Holy Spirit was speaking to you and ministering to you, that His grace is empowering you to be everything that you're called to be. Well, until next time, I'll see you on the Joey Miller Podcast. Twenty-five, thirty-three. Nice. I'm doing Very it. Nice. <laughs>